What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. We're here today with a couple of special guests. As you guys can see, we have two people. Fat, you're here for your second time, I'm right? Thir third time. Oh, third time. Wow. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks, man. And we're here with Ashton. Yeah. Finally, bro, after yeah. all this time, Woo. man. <laughs> so if you guys aren't familiar with Ashton, he has a beautiful E90 M3. Absolutely beautiful. We went to the track together about three, four weeks ago. Yeah, correct. Yep. And we had, I know it, dude, right? We had an amazing time. And one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this podcast is I feel like I can show a bunch of cool cars on YouTube and Instagram, but I don't think a lot of people get the overall aspect of racing at the track. Like not a lot of people understand how much fun it is oh, yeah. and how easy it is to go out there. Cause I can tell you right now, like I was nervous the first time I went, when you guys first went to the track, like how was it for you? The first time you ever went to the track? Oh yeah. It was extremely nervous. It was, yeah. uh, you just, you have all these thoughts in your mind. And you're like, okay, what's going to happen with, am I going to crash? Am I going to blow my motor? Am <laughs> I, is someone's going to run into me? Like you literally have all these negative thoughts and which is completely normal. But I feel like once you actually get onto the track and then it's like a mindset and you're like, okay, cool. Like, and the first initial, like, you know, experience is like, oh shit, I'm on the track. This is like amazing. Like yeah. I'm actually doing it. And then yeah. you're like, okay, wait a minute. And then you start going around the track. You're like, okay, there's not too many people that are trying to run me over. And sure. then you start kind of get a little more comfortable and you kind of go from there. I started to feel like when I would go out there that other people would try to get close to you and try to get around you and all this stuff. And yeah. I went out there for the first time at Button Willow. Um, if anyone's not familiar with Button Willow, it's a track uh, in California, and it's—I'd say it's a really good beginner track for a lot of people. But it's also technical, so people who are advanced can go there and be like, you know, they can still have fun, but new people don't feel super intimidated. Yeah. So yeah. when I went out there, it was like a whole new experience it's, for me. Where you I'm, feel safe. Yeah, like, most there's definitely. No, there's no walls. I mean, there's one, but mm -hmm. everything there's else like is very far wall. open. Mm -hmm. It's not. Uh, it just definitely. Yeah, it, it calms your nerves down. Sure. Definitely. Can you put your microphone a little closer? Yeah, yeah so I, when I went out there, I was a little bit nervous, but the first lap I did, I was like, oh my God, this is so much fun. I know, you can see it in the video. I know, I had like, such a fun a time. Yeah. With going to the track, obviously there's a lot that comes into play as far as having to pay attention of your surroundings and what's going on. When you first went out there, let's say your first lap, what, what was going through your head? What were you thinking about? Like for you, cause you had, when you went out with the Porsche the first time, oh, yeah. how modified was it? I mean, it's pretty much how it is right now. Is it? Okay. I just didn't have a, I didn't have track pads and I didn't have as good of tires. Okay. Yeah. So when you went around the first lap, how was it for you? I mean, it was, it was amazing. It was like, it was like, yeah, like I'm finally doing it. And then, yeah. Cause at first you're like, what am I going to break? Like, is my, are like, am I going to rub? One of my fenders going to fall off? <laughs> you yeah, don't, don't want to raise about the car that. up. You want to keep the car then, super slammed. But th that's the thing about going to the track is you don't know the condition of your car or how it is until you go. So you can't, you can't, you can prep all you want in the world, but until you go, you never know how your car is going to do. So when somebody... You're never going to be ready. You yeah. just go. Well, I learned that when you go out there, you could have all the suspension in the world, all the tire, all the, everything in the world, and you could still run a 215, which is somewhat slow. You know, yeah, you look yeah. at 220, let's say. Yeah. But I went out there with relatively modified car and I did a 211 and I felt pretty confident that's with amazing. that, mm -hmm. which I was very, I was yeah, very happy. Like, really good. I remember, yeah. so what happens, I went out to the track, the second session, the first time I had a timer and I was behind fat and we went around the first lap and I saw a checkered flag. And in the driver's meeting, they said, that's when you have to pit or something. I don't, I don't know if I was tripping. I don't know why they, why they did that. So the checkered flag went out our first lap. Mm. Yeah. So I pull out and I, I 
pull up to pit lane and I'm like, Ashton, what yeah. do I do? What do I do? And then he's like, go back out, go back out. And then, um, who was it that came, who came up to the car afterwards? Was it, uh, I think it was Matt. I think it was Matt. Yeah. So Matt runs up to the car and he goes, what did you run? And I'm like, uh, uh, I look at the timer. Yeah. It's like two 14. Mm -hmm. And I said that, and both of you guys went crazy. And I was yeah. like, is that, is that good? Yeah. And I was so pumped after you guys did that. I went back out mm -hmm. and I ran a two eleven because oh, yeah. I had so much adrenaline going. So that was like, <laughs> I had so much fun doing that. Yeah. It was so fun. What, um, what's, so you went out a couple different times mm -hmm. when you first went to button willow, what, what was your time that you put down? So I had a three series or is an F 30. Uh, three series, uh, three, three, five. I, uh, it had like full bolt ons, but had no pads and no tires. I ran a two fifteen, and, um, just going out there having a good time. I probably got maybe about a lap, about two laps. And then next thing I know, I have brake fade, you know, I'm, I'm just freaking out because I'm no, <laughs> just no brakes, no grip, nothing. Um, uh, but just, just to go out there and experience it was just, just awesome. But I knew that I wanted to, after that moment, I, sold the three series. I had a rocket bunny E36 M3 that I built that I thought I was going to track. And, uh, it rained. And unfortunately when it rained all, cause I had it like fully gutted and yeah. the sunroof delete and this and that. And it just wasn't a track car. By it wasn't meat. meant for it. It was just, yeah, it was just, it was a nice show car, but I really wanted to get a track. So I sold both cars and then that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to get an F80. And then get the F80 and then just start being like, okay, this is cause I wanted an all purpose built car canyons, autocross track. I can just, drive to the movies, I mean, just anything, you know, not like a full crazy car. And that's what like, you know, started the itch of gotcha. like the car that does everything. So when you got the E90, let's say from the time that we went out from the time before, mm -hmm. how much did you improve? Cause you, first of all, so people understand with, with his E90, he had a handful of mods he had done before we went to the track together, which included the biggest things your brakes your aero and your suspension yeah so the, the yeah <laughs> you did everything bro like, yeah, so, <laughs> so i got i got a little crazy i got a little excited at the That's same what time so, <laughs> you go to the track. so yeah i took the e90 the first time but just wanted it you know because i feel like the the three series was just like a taste but the car was not prepped by any means i literally went out there like a with a, a street car and just to see what i can do so i ran a 215 so then when i took the e90 out i had fortune coilovers uh, I had some tires of the uh, Federal RRs on there, and then I had a Voltex wing and uh, Project Mu pads, and mm -hmm. I ran a 207. That's pretty good. So for 215, 207, uh, you know, dramatically made a huge difference, but um, I learned a lot after that track day. So the second track day, I kind of upped my game, and I went, uh, you know, APR wing, dive planes. I went with the uh, KW Club Sport suspension but not only did i go with that but i actually upgraded the springs for the arrow wow so i want a thousand thousand k spring um or thousand pound spring and then a 728 thousand pound spring in the front <laughs> and then um you know even though it was one of those things i was like and i went with the stop tech trophy kit so i, I spent a little bit of money just a quickly. tiny bit bro <laughs> but the thing is i do so much canyon driving that yeah. i wanted to experience a better car because believe it or not the suspension was so soft my fortune autos and i didn't even realize that my buddy was following me. he's like dude he's like your car looks like it's like collapsing like it's falling apart it was that bad it was that bad and, wow. I, and I found out it was like uh, an 8k front and 11k rear so i was actually out driving the suspension which was a good thing and i'm like okay well i'm actually pushing the car pretty quick it's time to upgrade and i did and, and it's it's all oh, night and day it's so much better now huh yeah i mean even though it's not cheap but mm -hmm. it's absolutely just a, a dream to drive i mean the confidence you get from it how it soaks up all the bumps 
um, with the arrow and just the way the stability is. And obviously with the stop check trophy kit, I mean, the, the break and everything just feels so good. So I have the confidence level is much higher, much higher. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm really going to shoot the next time I really want to shoot a two minute is, is the game plan for me. What's your personal record right now? It's a 204. 204, okay. Yeah, so 100 one, degree weather. In 100 degree weather, yeah. yeah. So I went from a 207 the first time in that vehicle to a 207 or to a 204, and it was, yeah, it was blazing hot. Yeah, yeah I, I watched you in Ooh. Dustin Willems' video. I yeah. watched him follow you, and yeah. I was like, your car looks very planted. Yeah. Like, it looked very comfortable out there. Very, yes. And I noticed, too, going out to the track. So just so people understand how this works, that when you go to Button Willow, they put you in different divisions, and I believe it was five different classes based on the color of your wristband, mm -hmm. and then they would do like a 9 a.m. session, uh, 12, you know, 2, and then 4, and I did the first two sessions, which felt great. My car was temperature-wise, it was fine, but once we got into the third and fourth session, it's 100 degrees, the track is greasy. Did your car have uh, heating issues or cooling issues? No. It was okay? It's surprising because I actually just broke my radiator the week before. <laughs> <laughs> That's good timing then. Yeah. Yeah. But with our cars, with the E9, your, your car got to 300. So I hit, the oil temps hit 300 and my expansion tank overflowed and coolant kind of, you know, spewed everywhere. It wasn't horribly bad, but I know towards the end of that last lap, 100 plus, um, I thought I was actually doing like, oh man, this is, this could be like a two Oh three. So I was pushing it and I saw that the light come on and I didn't even care. And then I realized I'm like, oh shit, I better slow down. And then, um, once I got to, I hit, ran another two Oh four. Um, but it just goes to show you like, man, if, if, you know, heat is, is huge on the racetrack. And when, um, you have the, the proper temps, you can make like one or two seconds. No problem. Sure. So, yeah, we're going to see. I mean, we're going to go back in uh, in October mm -hmm. and then we're going to go back in December. So we have a few track days already lined up and we're definitely going to be shooting for that two minutes. I think now what I've noticed is I, I want to change how I spend my money on my cars now because before it was like cosmetic and carbon fiber and cool stuff to look good. Mm -hmm. Now I noticed like after the first two laps, when I went out with fat, I was following him and on the third lap after driving really hard, all the adrenaline, I had brake fade like really bad. Right. So I was like, oh man, I really want to do brakes now. So I learned how to position my car now to be like, okay, I want it to be faster on the track. And we were talking earlier about how it's more of a mature decision because you go out there and throw E85 and supercharger and all this shit you really don't need. Take that stuff off. I would have it to the point where I'd prefer a stock car mm -hmm. to go to the track, learn, and then say these are the weak points. Is that how you guys would recommend it too? Yes. 100%. Because, yeah, when you take your car to the track, then you're like, what do I need? And then you, you start to learn, like, like, the power doesn't matter. Your car could be 300 horsepower more, mm -hmm. and your lap times could still be slow because your, your tires and your brakes can't keep well, up. Well, I saw Ash and I had a conversation. We won't say what car it was. Let's just say... Uh, it rhymes with uh, Shashmarin. It was blue. And you were <laughs> following this guy. And let's just say it's a supercar. And we, you can see that money doesn't technically buy driver skill. Yeah. No. And I almost that's, crashed into him. Because uh, <laughs> I was coming in hot. And I had that like, oh, shit moment. Like, you know what? I might just ruin this $200,000 $300, car. And, you know, unfortunately, um, when you're out on the track and, and you see a lot of these guys with really high-end cars, you're automatically going to jump. you like, 
this dude's got to be fast. Sure. It's got to be fast. But then he realized like, wait a minute, like this need, this guy needs to get out of my way because you're actually slowing me down. Sure. But the ego sets in with these guys and you're just like, oh, oh man. And they get you on straight line speed and then you got to catch them in the corners. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and, and, and to yeah. be honest for me, because we're all having a good time. If someone's riding me like consistently, I have no problem. Go for it, man. Knock yourself sure. off. If anything, maybe I'll try to follow you and have you have a better line and I can actually go faster and improve, not sit there like, oh, I'm all high and mighty because that's that's just not the right. It's not, it's not the right way. way to approach it and mm -hmm. i think that i have props for anyone out there on the track but there is track etiquette for sure 100 yeah. percent. so now if you had to give anyone advice to you fat as far as when people go out to the track for the first time in my situation let's just say i don't know anything about racing cars and i have an f80 m3 when you go out there like what's the first thing you recommend people to think about when they're racing a stock car like that like what should they look out for because if you want to go out there and have a faster lap time and get progressively better how does somebody go out there with no skill like what do they do like how do they pay attention to braking and steering what would you recommend from that standpoint I think they need someone to ride along well usually like if you sign up for an event like let's say speed ventures they'll have like have you been on the track yes or no and then they'll be like okay so you need to ride with an instructor so there's people out there in like bone stock cars last time the first time i went out there's a bone stock Volkswagen Jetta, I swear, had an Enterprise <laughs> license plate on it. Like That's one way to do it. You just got to take yeah. whatever, and then and then from there you you just learn. It's always good to to go with like a group of friends that know what they're doing. Sure, because mm -hmm. I, I felt takes the edge off. I yeah. felt much more confident going out with you know we were out with there with ten different people in yeah. the in the garage. That's the way it should be. It was so cool to come back and celebrate with you guys yeah. and ask each other, oh, what time did you run? How's your car doing? Check everything out and. Each time someone comes in, you hear they go, oh, this issue is happening. This is happening. You start to process like this is track driving. This is what to look out for. Yeah. So and you were saying, too, like even if you can't go to race your own car, the experience is what's fun. Yeah. Like the hotel room, driving up there. Oh, like yeah. it's so much fun, dude. You you don't sleep the night before. No, we slept super excited. Two hours maybe. <laughs> dude, I don't understand. We all shared a room. This is so funny. So Ash and I, I could hear him rolling around. We we were rolling around till like oh, yeah. six AM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? This this guy, two seconds into to laying down. <sighs> <laughs> and I'm like, how did this guy fall asleep in two seconds, man? I didn't understand it. Yeah, I was laughing so hard, man. Oh, yeah. But I think the adrenaline takes over because you're too excited. And then it does. The I think that's why. Yeah. Because I, I was just like, it was just like, see, not see, a big for deal me, for me. I had a lot of pressure. He had a lot of pressure. Because I spent a lot of money. Oh, yeah, and, true. And upgrading these, these performance parts. And, you know, you want to see a difference in like the worst thing to do is go run the same time you just ran. After that's all like, that. That's the worst. Yeah. So, I mean, Which to know, I did. yeah, so, yeah, so, <laughs> so, so, so for me at least, okay, I, I made a huge improvement. Now, next time I go out, I can really just focus driving the car. Like my nerves can be a little less, you know, not, at, uh, you know, a little more calm and just kind of go out there and really focus on, on driving and the braking points and really getting more in tune with the vehicle. Cause, cause bottom line, you can take a stock M2 with springs and some really good tires and you can run a 157 all day because it's driving rod. Because a, a buddy of mine, um, he's he has 90 track days, and he actually takes these cars, he leases them, he <laughs> wow, leases them. That's savage. He, yeah, oh yeah. He's, he's he told me he's like I've spent fifteen thousand dollars on tires, and I have lowering springs, and that's he, it. That's, that's it. That's, that's the way it should be. I yeah, feel like a lot of people it. they yeah. they just try to throw money at their mm -hmm. lap time. Yeah, it's like you buy all the arms in the world. It's like you don't even need it. If well, your car's in alignment, why do you need like 
fucking tow arms. I was surprised too because we did a feature film on your Porsches, and I was I go through this thing in my head of mental notes of okay, what what wheels do you have? What suspension do you have? And I think in my head, okay, maybe someone wants to know what's the camber or what's the offset. Right. So I always try to ask these questions. So I ask you, what's your suspension setup? And you go, okay, this and that. And then halfway through the video, I go, so what other suspension mods do you have? And Fat's like, oh, I don't have anything done. And I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting to me yeah. to hear your perspective on it. You don't, you don't like some, you just don't need it. Like you might buy all these arms, but then the car, you can't even outdrive your stock arms. And, and that's what it comes down to. It, it, as you become a better driver, then you start learning the vehicle and then you really, you can actually feel the difference. Yeah. So for me, it's like I buy a stock car, I put KW club sports on there. It's like, you know, $3,300. Well, that's great. So like, oh, these coolers are good. So I think. But then for me, like I had Fortune Autos and I had a point where the springs were actually too soft. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. Now I can, I personally could feel the difference and that will make me a faster driver. Sure. It's the same thing with tires. Well, I was going to say that with you because you said that you have the Federal RS Pros, yeah. right? But you don't feel the need to upgrade to a Nanking or A052 or anything like that. Because what, what happens if like, let's say you just go out, you spend money on full slicks. That just hides all your imperfections. So then how are you going to get better? Mm -hmm. How are you going to learn? Yeah. So you, you want to feel those imperfections to yeah. understand yeah. it. And then until you outgrow yeah. that tire Big and time. then you upgrade, you upgrade. Because yeah. someone could like, they, they spend all this money in the car, making it basically a full-on race car. And then their lap times are the same. And it's probably going to be the same every time they go out. It's like, how are you going to get better? Because mm -hmm. you want to feel the car sliding around and what it's doing and how it's going to act and how are you going to counter. Those things are extremely important. If you're sitting sure. with, you know, with all this grip in your car and you're sitting there like, okay, cool. And then you're like, oh, yeah, grips. I the don't know. it breaks loose, you're done. Sure. Yeah, all of a sudden you're yeah. using a shit show real quick. So versus yeah. like trying to build up to it. I mean, granted, you know, I feel kind of guilty. Like I have the a APR, you know, 250 wing on there. And uh, obviously it fits the car. It looks badass. And at, at the end of the day, you know, you really want to, you know, you, what is it? You got to. It's, it's Matt Rohana. <laughs> order of importance is look cool, yeah. go fast, safety last. Yeah. Wow. That's a pretty savage line, dude. That's yeah, from Matt. Yeah, you know what I mean? Looking wow. cool is the most important thing. Yeah, you know, you want to look cool on that racetrack. You yeah. know what I mean? At the end of the day. Because I guess it, we're all having a good time. But Yeah. Well, I think there's definitely a healthy balance of, like, I went out there and I honestly was excited to have an Instagram picture and be like, finally, people leave me alone. Like, I tracked the car. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, halfway through the racing experience, I'm like, I'm coming back again as soon as I can. Yeah, Even so if I don't bad. have a video camera. Yeah. Like, this is so much fun to me that... I, I've grown a whole new, I guess you could say, love for this motorsport oh, yeah. where it's not just me watching F1 on Saturday. It's not me just it, watching DTM on Sundays. It, it's it like, changes, I want to do this. It changes everything about how you are with cars. One of my favorite things from the whole weekend, and it was really cool to just overall race at a track, but we spent all Sunday morning from 8 a.m. until 3 driving on the racetrack, riding with you, driving my car. Uh, Fat and I drove back. We, we've all drove back together in traffic, which mm -hmm. was horrendous. Yeah, was and I felt bad for you for your left foot. <laughs> we were okay with DCT, yeah, but yeah, you should get a DCT. But we got to um, <laughs> we got to Jamboree exit, and Fat and I were coming off this this oh, yeah, this off ramp. I remember that. And usually I can take it like forty or fifty. We did a hundred. Yeah. And no problem. Before, I could never do it that. Because you never knew. This is in Mexico, Jamboree in Mexico. <laughs> but we ripped that corner. There's yeah. no traffic. And I felt no slide out from my car. I was confident being with you. Yeah. And it's that big, sweeping right-hand turn. And I, I, such a good one. I got to that turn and we got to the stoplight. And I was just like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> so now I knew the, the limit of that car that yeah. there was much more in it than what I thought. 
because yeah. I safely pushed it at the track. Yeah, yeah. You, you learn that, and that's when it's like even with autocross, and you get to you know turn everything off and be a hoonigan and like just you know get sideways and feel how it's gonna move and the body, uh, the the weight of the car and everything else, and it just it just really you become you start learning how to become a better driver. Sure, and that's what's so fun about, it, and that's what's so addicting because it's like I could do better. And then what's the worst is that when you're done with the track, you're heading home, you're like. I could have went faster on the corner. <laughs> like I gotta swear, you start I to push realize it. it. Like, yeah. man, what am I doing? I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna push it harder, yeah. and that's where that track time comes in. It's like it's, that's when you really start becoming good. It's like all about that like growth. You're competing with yourself. Mm-hmm. There's no ego involved against yeah. other people. Well, there kind of is. There is. Yeah, but like I don't like, want him to be faster. Who doesn't want to get better? It's like when True. you True. when you go to the gym. <laughs> when you go to the gym, you go lift weights. You're like, I want to be stronger than last time. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's the same concept all about that improvement yeah sure i get exactly. that so i'm gonna have parker come in the podcast and talk to you guys about track because he has no experience yet on the track mm-hmm. but he has e46 m3 mm-hmm. kind of while we transition to having having him come in um, a lot of e90x owners obviously follow my channels and i think that one thing that i want to have you explain is the euro tune you have because oh, you the euro mdm mdm yes. i want to hear more about that for mm-hmm. the viewers to understand it yeah, definitely. but i want to have you guys talk to parker a little bit about track driving yeah. and just kind of see where he's at yeah for sure what's up what's up parker I'm so back. uh give you kind of like a rundown so the euro mdm uh what it does is it allows more slip angle to the vehicle so your normal traction control which is your mdm yeah it uh kicks on very soon and kind of abrupt to where like you kind of feel kind of jolt a little bit. bit. Um, so with the Euro, it allows you to drive the car more aggressively and towards the limit. And at, yeah. at that limit, it will kind of kind of save you. So you're not going to, you know, let's say go off a cliff or something crazy. Right. So it's in between of uh, no traction control and then just the regular standard like traction control. Traction control. In the sense, yeah. yeah. It's and like it, on Gran Turismo, it's like traction control of one. Yeah, of correct. Like and, and the thing <laughs> is, is, you know, at the end of the day, you want to obviously, no matter what, once you become that certain level, you want to, you know, traction control has to be completely off, yeah. you know, because you're really pushing the car and it, it really is going to interfere, interfere with you as a driver. But with the Euro, it takes you to the next step to get closer to, you know, turning that yeah, completely off. off. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's, um, it's a great learning tool. Not all cars have that, but it's kind of nice yeah. that the, the M3s do have that. Right. And uh, I love it. I mean, it, it's it's a game changer for me because when yeah. I went out there, when I ran a 207, I had the regular MDM. And my buddy was like, how did you run anything with traction control still on? <laughs> and for my driving skill, I try to be smooth as possible, not upsetting the car, taking the line. I'm yeah. not really aggressive driver in the sense of that. And I'm like, well, I mean, it kicked on a little bit. And then once I went out the second time with the EuroMDM, I was like, oh, wow, this is now I'm sliding around. Like, it's just a whole different type of experience. And it's, right. it's fun. But I'm trying to get to that, you know. Uh, taking the, the traction completely off. So yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Cause in my car, like I always just take it off. Like, right. But it's also to the point where I've tried to get it to do like, uh, I've tried skids. to slide it around like skids. corners and like first gear and second mm-hmm. gear. Right. And it really just doesn't break loose. That's like, good. Like, the thing is like, <laughs> with the tire, you should drive the E90 cause <laughs> yeah, the tires, RSRR. yeah, they're grippy. Yeah. Like, and I've literally tried it to where I just like floor it and it doesn't, doesn't that's break good. loose. So, and it's also like, I have smaller tires in the front than I do in the rear. So mm-hmm. it has more grip in the rear anyways. So yeah, I, and I definitely want to explore that, like, you know, traction on traction off on the track mm-hmm. because yeah. I've you been, should. I've been to one track day, but it was like a BMW experience type yeah, of thing. That's so, not really, that's not yeah. track. Day. And they wouldn't even let me turn off the track. Yeah. Control. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was in like an M4 the whole day basically. And I tried a couple of 
different cars like m2 comp and stuff like that yeah um but yeah i got like a decent feel but as soon as i like started getting like going faster i hit someone in front you know i like got mm-hmm. right right up to them oh. so I it was hit someone. no not hit someone yeah. but like, <laughs> like they're in my way <laughs> no they're in my way but it's different when you take your own car out yeah because yeah. you're like these are suspension i chose brakes i chose yeah tires i chose and like already i know my car so well that's like, good because you've been going to the canyon yeah so that's like yeah obviously yeah you do learn a lot to learn. for yeah. sure i mean i love angel's crest and gmr i go there probably almost every other weekend and that's a good tool to learn but it's um, different though. It's different. Yeah. When you go to yeah. the track, it's, it's more, you know, high speed. Um, yeah. Downforce really plays a huge part in it. And hitting the apex. Um, yeah. Hitting the apex yeah. and stuff. With with the canyons, it's like you don't know what's around that corner. But yeah. there's still a lot of car control. And some people, they just, you know, they're crazy. Yeah. I mean, when you're when you're driving the canyon, people just, I've seen them, and you're like, wow, that yeah. person probably wants to die. And like, no, this I guy. I stay in my lane. <laughs> He's the opposite. No, no, my lane. no, no. No, He's no when you took me in the Cayman, in the uh, PDK one, dude, oh, that yeah. to me felt, like it. yeah, it felt fast. Just because, like, the PDK helps so much. Like, yeah. you're just, like, well, through canyon, all the gears. That like, canyon in I know a really split well, second. too. Yeah, yeah, Santiago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's no, a quick little, yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It hits the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it felt like you were just, like, going ham using all the road, but. <laughs> it wasn't though i always stay in my lane because really i mean that's um, why i only go at night too. yeah so you see on yeah traffic. that's true i mean i i love like the cooks one i mean we call it cook. It's short and sweet yeah i yes. like it and just running there and back it's so much fun yeah like, i've learned a lot about this current car just because i've only had it for a couple months just from going there it's almost so. like shaking your car down before the track yeah which is very important yeah yeah very important do that. yeah true i need to track mine like Whenever the next track day is, which I think is October or something. Yeah. 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 I think December is going to be. December would be good, but. It's just You never know the weather, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If it's raining or something. Yeah. So we'll go in October and I I think it'll be. Yeah. There's a couple other things that I want to do, but like I just did the brake pads and I have some like pretty grippy tires, but I want to get a square setup and better fluid because I'm still running the OEM brake fluid. Oh yeah. Um, so I got to change that. Important. Uh, which I don't know what to choose because I've heard of like stuff from Modal and I think the, the Castrol, but I heard Castrol it's stuff. hard to get. Yeah, and it's about a hundred dollars just really? one bottle. Motol's good, oh, yeah. but you can't mix it with yeah. other fluids. Oh, it's a full. Like flush. if you do Motol, you have to stick with Motol. Yeah, that's mm. what I run in my car. Yeah, yeah. It's but do you too. change it after every track day? Like, I think you're supposed to do every, like, two or three or something. Oh, well, okay. I think with the Castrol stuff, so it's so expensive, you can do it, like, once a year. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I think it's S- SRF, I believe it's SRF called. SRF stuff. I think yeah. so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, you're, you're paying for it, but it's really good and it lasts for, for for about a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I need to do that. you just need to go so you know. I know. Like, what yeah. do I need? No, yeah, I just need, like, the fluid for sure, and then I'll go. Like, the car's ready right now. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't really need anything else. Pretty well set up. I mean, I highly, highly recommend the Project Mew Club Racers because those pads. Yeah. I recommend awesome. the EBC <laughs> RPX pads. Those pads are. I, I will get. I will hey, get those, track. Those pads, pads were but. so good that I had two like track junkies. Yeah. Like he runs a Matt runs like a 152. He drove my car, and he would stop so hard that he would slow down before the corner, and he'd be like, "Dude, we stopped way too early <laughs> because the pads were so good." Yeah. So like, he was like, what? like, how are these pads that good? Yeah, yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't try them though, because like they don't. Like 
I look up all because I'm I'm always on the forums and stuff and like yeah. Facebook groups. I'm always looking around like what's the best pad, what's the best that. But yeah. okay, the thing about the internet, everyone's an expert. Yeah, everyone is an expert. No, but like, I'll, I'll I take everything with a grain of salt. But yeah. I'll like yeah. gauge like okay, this many people said I should get you know like yeah. EBC or whatever. Mm-hmm. But or hawk. Or yeah, it, most people say hawk just because it's so easy so, to get. So I'm running the SR thirty uh, fours, which is a yeah. stop tech pad. And uh, same thing. I had a lot of guys say this and that about them, and yeah. and I love them. I mean, the, for the price, they're great. They work really well. They're they're they uh, the cold bites really good. Yeah, and I don't have any issues with them. The Project Moves are really it good. So like a train. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. It's okay, the worst, but then yeah, everyone's yeah. driving style is different. <laughs> that too. Yeah. So what if this guy only likes to break late, and yeah. maybe he needs something with more? Yeah, yeah. Just that hard bite. But then mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It it just varies person yeah. to person. Yeah. That's why you can't just trust everything on the internet yeah. either. Yeah. You just got to go and you see what you like for your car, for your driving style. Yeah. I'll probably try the EBC race pads or whatever. RPX. Yeah. Okay. Just bring those and then swap it back over to yellow. Like just drive, just drive my car. Which yeah. one? The, the race car. Race car? I know. You'll see. I want to drive that. I drove the, the other yeah. one. Yeah. The new one. The yeah. yeah. That one was fun. Yeah. I love PDK. This was fun to have you guys over. Thank you so much for doing this. I yeah, appreciate it. Definitely. We'll have a lot more podcasts in the future, especially with Sim Racing and Pizza and Trulies. I'm not going to argue that was a nice Friday night. <laughs> if you guys want to watch on the podcast, if you're listening on audio right now, you can check out all these guys with the links below. If you're on YouTube, you can see on the screen here, everyone's Instagram is above us. Subscribe, thumbs up, check us out on Spotify, Apple Store, and everywhere else. Thank you for watching. Thank you guys again. I appreciate it. Thanks. No problem. See you guys. See you guys.